0: Oscar Bevis, IFL TV proudly sponsored by the last. Josh Warrington joins me in Sheffield. Mate, thank you very much for giving me some of your time. Pleasure as always to see you. Um, how's things?
1: Very well, Oscar. Very well, I'm talking to you. You look lovely in your, in your pink jumper. You like pink jumper.
0: I've just realised, the last time we interviewed you, I had a pink jumper and you mentioned it. I do actually have other clothes I have to mention.
1: <laughs> I, don't have, I think I've got a thing for the pink. Simple as that. But yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. Um, been in the gym, working hard. Waiting to, uh, to see where, where we go next. Um, finish sulking over, over the last fight. But yeah, I'm good mate, I'm good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll come on to kind of that night in Leeds and potentially what's next. Got to mention while we're here though, Reece Mould, Hamid Gaz, two belts on the line. Yes. Um, we've just seen Reece make weight, Hamid not make weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's already kind of a little bit of perhaps a mentality change in both having seen that. And do you know what, tomorrow night that roof is going to blow off.
1: Yeah, I mean uh I the very well I hear Gaz is well supported. obviously I've seen Reese. Reese is always well supported. Um obviously more people come out when there's a little bit more on the line, uh, when the the fights are a lot bigger or a bit a bigger scale. So it's gonna be uh, some atmosphere in there tomorrow. Um I can't wait to see Reese put in the performance because he's always trained hard but I, this this camp, Seen another side to him. Seen another side to him. He's um really took every session as though it was his last one. And uh, I think he'll, he'll look real good tomorrow. You know, he's a he's a, a heavier weight, he's not struggling with the weight like he used to do making featherweight. Um you know, he'll carry a lot of weight in them in them eight arms gloves. And uh, like I say, when you've got an unbeaten man going up against you, adds a little bit more to the spice, but um, yeah, I'm pretty certain my man Reese will be victorious.
0: Yeah mate, can't wait, it's going to be some atmosphere and I mean you never normally get what you want in boxing, but I'm hoping they kind of just stand there and trade, but as Sean said to me earlier, you never really get what you want in boxing here.
1: <laughs> you don't, you don't, nothing's ever certain, um, but you know it's good to have these, these shows. Someone asked me earlier about um, grassroots boxing Is it's getting bigger, yeah, of course, of it. Of course, it is. Um, when you look at grassroots boxing, um, you know, the, when you talk about small all shows, small all shows were, you know, as fans say this, were having day before wings and, you know, having media turn up to them. I mean, you weren't even getting that with the main events when I first turned pro. The main, like, big cards, TV cards, as it was, you know, as it, as it is, winning leisure centres, you know, with um, a British title as a main event and the, 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 you know, the chief support being an eight round local lad. Like, like these small old grassroots shows are, are, are actually bigger than you know the the main event shows. And when, when I first turned pro, but yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic to see two lads go at it at this stage of the career. And I think it's right as well. You know, There's it's only so far you can go away and you're having them steady tick over ones. You need to take a, a stage of your career where you step up a bit.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. And like you said. Of even the production value and everything around it just gives it that kind of big fight feel. Um, so you said you kind of finished sulking over the fight in Leeds. Um, how long was that process for you?
1: Probably, um, probably about 10 days after. Um, I said to my missus after, uh, before, sorry, prior to the fight, I said, listen, I'm going to get fat. I'm just going to get fat and I'm going to eat like a f- fucking greedy bastard, just eat everything just have desserts constantly, and uh, full glaciers, steaks and all that. But on the Monday, I wanted to go back to gym. I wanted to get back in, I wanted to start training. Um, yeah, we just fully on that. And um, it's just like anything, you know, you start reflecting on events, what's happened, and obviously I was reflecting on the fight, and i get into bed, I'd just be thinking about it, and I fucking, I can't sleep, can't sleep, so I'd have to go down, put a film on, I'm waiting so my eyes were burning before I went back to sleep, and, you know, I found myself being at home, fucking just being a bit quiet and stuff, not really interacting with the kids, and thought, it's not fair, this, you know, the kids, yeah, at a stage where Christmas is magical for them, and, uh, and fucking daddy's been a uh, miserable bastard, and I'm taking what's happened to the ring home, so, you know, you know, snapped out of it, and two weeks before the fight, I was down in um, uh, Leeds General Infirmary, and, you uh, I visited some of the kids down there and I just reminded myself, you know, there's, there's kids who are fucking spending their Christmas and holiday. You're fucking at home. You're good health. Alright, yeah, the fire's not going your way, but don't stop fucking talking about it. Saw it after um, Christmas. Enjoy this and then get back to it in New Year. And that's what I did, mate. I just uh, give myself a slap round the old chippy chops and, um, yeah, put it to put it on the back burner. I watched it back. I'll be honest with you, I watched it back yet. Um,
0: I couldn't. Is that because you can't or you just don't want to?
1: As the weeks go by, I mean, we eight weeks prior post-fight now. Um, it's getting easier and I'm getting the fucking courage to, to watch introductions. But I've not been able to sit down just because of um, the way my head works. I'd be fucking, I'd get so worked up and wound up because it was a fight of two halves, wasn't it? You know, I, I started slow. Now I've dissected my own fucking head and thoughts and feelings of why I started slow and you know people can make whatever reason but without realising subconsciously I I'll probably protecting that jaw and I know my changing point came in around four, round four or around five when I'd gone back to the corner and I mentioned to my me old man he's fucking just caught my jaw again and it feels like he's it's, it's, it's hurt he I mean, went, you think he's broke again? I went no, well it's fucking alright then Josh and you know? it's like That gave me a bit of a slap around the face to um, just fucking crack on. All of a sudden I left, I got off off the corner with a different mindset. I started taking the fight to him. Fuck me, I mean, I haven't watched the fight back, but some of my pals have um, sent me the Compute Box readings. Some rounds I didn't even throw a jab. It's like fucking, you look back at any of my fights, jobs constantly getting pumped out. Really, when you think, well, what is the reason of that? We jaw got broke on that side. Without really realizing it? Probably gun shy because I didn't want to get caught again. But once I got through them initial four or five rounds, then I didn't give a fuck, you know. And I started taking the fight to him, and then the fight changed course, you know. And um, towards the back end of it, I was desperate to. Just because I said to my old man around round eight and nine I said how are you seeing it and he said listen it's close but you finish strong here then belt staying at home no problem put my foot on the gas and won the championship rounds and I you know, thought it'd be enough to, to get my hand raised at the end but I just, just didn't think so
0: obviously Lopez was kind of modelled as this stone cold killer who's going to come and the one thing he's going to do is come and try to knock you out and that's kind of going to be completely it Um Obviously, this was the first time for him that he stepped up to that elite world level facing you. Um, did you feel kind of that power at any point from Lopez? Was there a shot that kind of made you go, all right, obviously, you know, you didn't get wildly hurt, but was there a shot that kind of made you go, yeah, I can see why, I can see why he's kind of got that reputation?
1: Not oh, really? In the, in the, in the re- Listen, that's not been cocky, but the reason being is I was taking four, five, six, seven at times without coming back where normally I'd be quick to respond I'd let you have one or two and I'd respond I didn't respond again in the like early stages because fucking bit of combined with that I feel like that's, that's done now and I'm out of it but I'd feel uncomfortable taking fucking four, five, six, seven off some like Kiko Martinez you know yeah anyone who's stepping up to this level they've got a bit of a foot behind him. but it's, no way is this fucking monster big puncher and if you're allowing someone to see off on you, then yeah, they're going to get a bit of purchase and momentum behind them. And especially when he throws the shots from weird angles and it's like that Mexican style where they put a lot of their body weight into the punches. You know, the shots are going to be heavy, but never at one point they think, oh, fucking hell, I don't want to get caught with them clean. Whereas like someone with Kiko, I'm always got my guard up because you're like, that cunt's a fucking solid puncher. So um, yeah. You know, there's a reason why he didn't want the rematch. You know, that's why he's been saying bullshit like I'm a dirty fighter. This and that. Yeah, we did clash heads. It did happen. Fucking the uh, the head butter did it again. It, it happened. But um, everything else. I mean, look at like round five, round six. When you know a punch landed on the, on the side of his fucking leg, the referee didn't even see it. It was still able to milk two and a half minutes. Two and a, like about ten seconds prior to that, I didn't move a body shot. He wincing like, like a fucking dog who's just hurt his paw. You know, he's absolutely ridiculous um, as a fighter and uh, as a character and as a man. And for that reason, I have no respect for him. But um, if I got myself into a manager position, then he fucking have to fight me, wouldn't
0: he? When did discussions open between you two or when did you kind of hear the first thing from his team that he didn't want the rematch? Because again, I'll go back to when I last spoke to Sean. I think... January the 4th, January the 5th. Sean told me then, he was like, yeah, they are adamant that they don't want the rematch. So kind of, how long after the fight did you kind of get the wave that, yeah, Team Lopez aren't interested in this?
1: You know, the uh, managers and promoters work there. You know, you'll know yourself from speaking to Eddie, fucking people like that don't switch off. It'll just live and breathe it. Um, Managers, promoters, and obviously Steve Wood, my manager, he works very tirelessly for myself. He's paid well so <laughs> he's he's to earn his crust. But no Dale have been working on it over Christmas and I think around just after twenty-sixth, twenty-seventh of December, so a few weeks after the fight, you know. Had a bit of a catch up with Steve. Uh, he came over and seen me, myself, and my dad and he more or less let us know what potential options are and uh, and where he were with the rematch.
0: Twenty sixth for December. Boxing really don't rest, does it? Um Obviously, you're in that division where there's always going to be fights around, regardless of whether you're coming off a defeat or not. Um, the Lee Wood one, I spoke to you about this after Maxi and Barry had that fight. It just, it just appeals and it's an English fight as well. Obviously, you went to the Forest Ground the other day. Lee's fighting Maurizio next week. Yeah. Um, obviously, Lee would have to come through that, um, but it's just something about you and Lee. They're really excited about that fight.
1: Domestic, domestic, isn't it? Domestic and um, when, you, when you look at it, our careers, when you're fucking reminiscing now, but you look at our careers five years ago, I've become world champion. Lee's more or less finished, you know. Well, not finished, but certainly not at that level. Then he boxes in the Golden contracts, tracks, and his career's done. Then I uh, get knocked out by, La- by Lara. He writes Kanju, that fight that I was meant to be fighting. And uh, all of a sudden, it's changed around, and it's makes, what makes boxing exciting, even though at the time... People can say you finished. Lee was proved that you certainly aren't finished. You know, you finish when you fucking say you are finished, not when everyone else says you are finished. Um, and yeah, it is obviously everyone's done domestic. He has a big uh, fan base with the with the Nottingham Forest uh, fans, and I've got big you know support from the Leeds United and you know people in the Leeds. So it's a stadium fight, isn't it? Um, with that being said, I said to him over day, no, no Nothing personal, because it's just rivalry, but I want Larry to beat him. And that's no other reason than because I want to fight Larry again. That simple as that.
0: Well, you said to me, if Colesberg did 18 months or whatever, it was you work yourself into a mandatory position, get Lopez's belt, Lee's beaten by Mauricio, and then the unification to get revenge, and then you'd have got revenge on the two guys who have previously beaten you. You'd have been unified, um, as we know, and as you said, boxing never works like that. Um, but that's kind of the route that—that's <laughs> the route that the route that you would want, I guess.
1: Yeah, that'd, that'd be perfect, and and that can work in, in a different scenario as well. You know, I could have, uh, you know, if say if Lyra comes through, um, Lee Wood, he would be champion then. So then, uh, you know, I'd have the fight with uh, Lara beat him, and then, you know, the, the carrot would be there to dangle towards to Lopez. He'd be. Well, I don't know if he would be confident, but he'll, he'll think like there's, there's big money on the table, a chance to unify. Maybe I have to just do what I did before and uh, I could become victorious again. And, um, you know, I'd beat him, have a, the win against him, and then uh, i just fucking move up to lightweight and see what we can do there.
0: <laughs> I kind of get the idea that there's going to be absolutely no way, at least not, not now, that Josh Warrington's going to be frozen out of any world titled pitcher at all.
1: Yeah, certainly. I mean, I'm not a Conor McGregor red, get the red panties out, but people certainly know that if they fight me it's a, it's a big fight. You know, they've, um, obviously because of my because of the fan base that I have because of the, the profile you know, world champion, five world title fights six world title fights, five victorious you know still uh, a relevant name and I don't fucking blow smoke up my own arse but you know, people in boxing can see that and uh, that is why people want to They want to fucking, yeah, see if Josh wants to fight us. Yeah, that's why I'm still relevant. And um, I still don't feel when I come back, it'll be kind of like after I came back against Martinez after the um, ladder 2-1. Walking into that fight, I had my own demons. I started thinking, fucking hell, what if he catches you here? And obviously I'd fought this over and over again, but just going off, like, moments in change rooms, thinking, what if he catches you and you fucking go down in front of 18,000 of your own? What a cunt you look like on your back, fucking having to retire, getting stretched out of fucking ring. But then, even though the fight only lasted two rounds, there were plenty to take. Because after the first round, I remember going back to the corner thinking, and saying to me, oh man, I'm fucking, I'm back. He's not hurting me like he did before. He's fuck all this, man. And obviously, the fight was materialising pretty much how we wanted it to. Obviously, apart from the head clash. Oh, <laughs> oh did I want that to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Some people will say I did, but like going into the, the Martinez camp after that, fully focused, thinking like, yeah, when your head's on it, you're on it, trained hard, and the fucking hell, Martinez, like I was so confident, so much, so strong, and then without, like in hindsight, looking back, I went into this fight with somewhat like on my mind about my jaw, and I thought i got through everything, but obviously I didn't, because the first four or five rounds shown, but then I the fucking ticked ten boxes in the fucking them early stages. Now going to the fight again, I know there's that solid. I'm a fucking Terminator. And uh, you know, everything else is just flow. So um I can't wait to be back and all them fucking wankers who say you're finished or he's seen better I've even seen people say, Oh, he's slurring in his interviews now. When I mean, I'm fucking I'm,
0: maybe I need just a, the Yorkshire accent exactly
1: isn't it? maybe I need one or two elocution lessons to uh, speak a little bit more properly but fucking hell you know I, I know my people around me my missus and my, my dad and my, my, my team around me know that listen Josh you've seen I'm, 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 I'm at my peak and uh, still plenty of left in the old dog yet sure to get them words out then
0: <laughs> mate cannot wait to see you back in the ring um, I know you're going to get asked this question tons next week, so uh, I'll make sure the IFL get in first and hopefully get the best breakdown of it. Just before I let you go, Leeward, Mauricio Lara, how does it pan out? Is it kind of the complete shootout that everyone expects? I, I know from watching, when I watched Mauricio in San Diego, I think he stopped the guy in the fourth, but when he got out of the ring, he looked knackered. So is it kind of one of them where if Lee can survive the early thing, yeah, or, or does he just go in and have a shootout?
1: You've answered it yourself, Oscar. I mean, uh, you, and by the way, you third You've heard in line, I've already done a few interviews already, I've talked about this. Sorry mate. No, listen, I I, I believe that um I believe that there's been plenty seen of Em of Richard now, aren't there? And uh, we know his strengths, we know his weaknesses. Um, I think Lee and Ben Niveton are clever enough to come up with a game plan. Why ride them first four or five rounds out and then just start picking him. Start picking it around his midriff, he's not strong around there. And I and I do believe that Lee will be come out victorious. I think he'll stop him later on um or, or win it like pretty comfortably. I mean I reckon they'll put Lyra down at some point in the fight but you know it's gonna be either points or uh, or a late stoppage. Yeah. And even like I said earlier, I want Lara to win just because I want to fight Lyra again but I believe that they will win. I
0: yeah. know obviously you can't give anything away um but I don't know I've just got a feeling that you might be getting in the ring if it is Lee, and then we might get kind of you a know. half a half what announcement. Do you know? What do you know? I've had, like, I mean, I expected that you right. were going to be there anyway. But yeah, we, see, there. we see, we see, we've seen it enough times, haven't we? Kind of you and Lee getting in the ring after everyone getting on your back like they did when you went to Forest. It, you know,
1: it depends because, like, credit to Lee when I beat Lara, uh, when I beat um, Martinez, you know, they all called for him to get in the ring and blah blah blah. But it, you know, he he gave. You know, kudos to him. He gave me my, my, my moment, and they said, "No, I don't want to interrupt Josh's moment." So, listen, if he's had the life or death and he, and he gets the victory, then I'm just going to let him fucking enjoy his moment in front of his, um, you know, his own lot. He's, he had an hard fight last time out, you know, so hopefully he gets a win. Oh, not hopefully, but because I won't allow it to win. But if he does get a win and he's unscathed and stuff, then he wants to. He'll want to enjoy that, and I'll and I'll let him enjoy it, but. You know, if it's promotional obligations and I have to get in the ring and go first, swim, him, then, well, I have to do what the contract says because Eddie's a mean man. <laughs> I was
0: going to say promotional obligations, whatever Eddie wants. Um, Josh, thank you very much for giving me some of your time. Pleasure. See you tomorrow night for a, a big and, and what should be an entertaining fight. And uh, yeah, cannot wait to see you back in the ring. Top man. Thank you. Come on. Boom. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.